Everybody has been talking so much in the new year about everything that you should do in order to be successful, but nobody's really talking about the things that you shouldn't do. When I came to this realization, I knew that I wanted to have somebody come talk to us about leadership mistakes and what we can do to avoid them. So I reached out to my good friend, Brianne, who has been in network marketing for decades with multiple companies. And no matter where she is, she's always on top. She and her family of four live full time out of an RV, and she still somehow manages to have a successful network marketing business and help other women learn how to lead teams themselves. So if there's anyone who can teach us what not to do when it comes to leadership, it's Brianne because she has been there, done that, seen it all. So without further ado, here's Brianne. You're listening to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Chipchinski. It is my purpose in life to use the lessons I've learned from more than a decade of leadership experience in everything from business to politics to nonprofit and the military to help you become the leader you've always dreamed of having. Whether you lead a network marketing team, a Bible study, a global brand, or a family of four, Every week, I'm going to walk you through tangible ways to grow your influence and make your vision a reality. So if you're ready to drop the burnout and bullshit strategy you've been fed and design your own aligned leadership style, you're in the right place. Let's go. Brianne, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. So what I would love to start out with is a little bit more about you and your story and why you are qualified to talk about leadership whoopsies. Well, believe it or not, I started leading people when I was 18, whether I was good at it or not. And I can tell you, I wasn't good at it. Um, my, My very first leadership position, I was a manager at McDonald's. It was my first job when I was 16, and then I had a management position when I was 18, and I became a general manager of an entire store at 21, and I became really burnt out because I was I was just totally overwhelmed, and I was really not ready for that kind of position, and so after that, I became an operations manager for an insurance company. I did that for about five years, and then after that, I became a top leader in a direct sales company. And I did that for 15 years. So what I can tell you is, is that I've made a lot of mistakes in that time, but is where I really learned that I loved leading people. And I really learned how to lead people through the mistakes. And so, especially when I worked for the 15 years in the, in the direct sales company, I was at a position in the company that requires you to develop a lot of leaders. And it was that time was then I really learned how much I loved helping people become great leaders. Mm -hmm. And what is it about the process of developing leaders and bringing up leaders that you love so much? I mean, I think people 
want to become great leaders. And so people are eager to learn. And I think through the process of people learning how to become great leaders, they learn a lot about themselves. They learn about how to have great communication. They learn about how they can offend people. They learn about how to give information to people based on their personality type. And I feel like when people learn to become great leaders, there's so many other fascinating things that, you know, it's all encompassing. And so I love that people stretch themselves. I love that people, especially in the field that I've been in with leadership, in the direct sales industry, you know, it's like a volunteer army, right? So I always say it's a lot easier to get people to listen to you when they're paid to do so, meaning you're a manager in a corporate job or something like that. This type of business, the previous business that I was in, and now I am in a network marketing type of company, but it's not the same type of style at all. I still lead people though. That type of industry requires you to level yourself up as a leader or people just won't follow you, right? Yeah, so I love that people grow to be the best version of themselves through the process. I absolutely relate to what you're saying. Like I can, we've got similar network marketing experiences and I know you can want to lead someone so bad. And sometimes it just doesn't happen. Whereas in my military career, like even if I don't want to lead people, I'm stuck leading people because of my position. So yeah, I I, I love that you two are on the same mission that I am to, to build and bring up other leaders. Now, I'd like to go back to, you say that you've learned a lot through your mistakes. And that's kind of where I want to focus today because... So many of us, I think, are afraid of making mistakes and afraid of what it looks like and afraid of, you know, messing up, especially if it's going to be public, whether it's in front of your team or on social media. But the way you talk about it, these mistakes and these screw ups, they're necessary, right? Yeah, they really are. And, you know, there's a book by John Maxwell a lot of people have read. It's called Failing Forward. and that's what it's about. It's about failing forward to success. So I think what can happen to people is through the process of growing, it really depends on their level of confidence. Mm -hmm. You see, I had a lot of confidence at times in my life. And there were times in my life where I had very little to no confidence. And so understanding that leading people is not easy. People in general are not easy. We are not mind readers. We do not know what people are thinking. You know, so when you're leading people, it can be hard to make decisions. You know, when we're leading, we're making decisions for everybody, right? We're making decisions on how we're going to talk to that person. We're making decisions sometimes for an organization, especially in what you do, Sarah. In the military, I'm sure your leadership decisions can be, I mean, there could be situations I'm sure where like lives are being put on the line and people's careers are on the line. And so I think when you realize that you're going to make mistakes, 
and mistakes are going to happen, it is inevitable. You have to have confidence knowing that it happens to everybody. And the only way that you get better is by learning these things. Yes, absolutely. So what are in your mind, some of the the biggest leadership mistakes that you see being made? I think what happens to a lot of people is as they're leading and they can become focused on themselves so much, leading is about being others focused. And so one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is that they stop listening to their people's needs And it's that kind of that mindset of God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. And it's not all about us. And that can be one of the biggest things we we want, especially in the type of business where you're trying to grow yourself, you're trying to grow your income, and you're trying to lead people in order for that to happen. Sometimes what can take place is, and I know you've absolutely seen this for sure, is we start thinking more about our own goals or we see people start thinking more about their own goals. And as they lead people, it's coming through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think that with this one too, there's such a fine line between um, maintaining focus on others and maintaining a focus on your business, right? Cause especially in network marketing, you have to do both. And one of the things I actually had a conversation with a client earlier today, and we talked about this exact thing. She said, every time I take a course or read a leadership book or, you know, whatever, I'm always thinking about how my teammates, my team members can apply this to their businesses, but I never think about how I can apply it to mine. And I think that's the the opposite side of this coin where we can get super messed up because yeah, you have to think about others and you have to keep what they want at the forefront, but you also have to do and lead by example. And I think that part is where a lot of uh, others focused leaders fail is because they don't, they're so focused on others that they don't consider what their own businesses or what their own careers need. And therefore they aren't leading by example. They aren't providing that, that uh, shining example of leadership to to live off of and their downlines don't see that and so their downlines can't do that yep yep absolutely and you know people don't want to be told what to do no you know no leadership is about empowering people and the other thing is i see a lot is that leading people is not about getting people to be like you it's about getting them to perform at the highest and most optimum, right, of their mm. own and who yes. they are. And that's a mistake that I see a lot. Um, people want to be explained how, you know, someone in one in a former company that I was in, one of the top people in the corporate office said, you know, Brianne, they said, you remember that time when you would tell people something and they would just do it? That was the good old days. Now." You have to tell people why they need to do something. You have to explain to people why they should do something. And I think a lot of people, when they're leading, they're barking orders and they don't understand that they have to be able to empower people to make their own decisions. And they they have to stop telling people what to do. That is a simple and straight thing that people can, can do to immediately fix 
themselves. Is this about me or is this about them? And am I making sure that I am, am I making sure that I am bringing this person along or am I telling them to come? Mm-hmm. No, because, and I think this is incredibly applicable to network marketing teams because right part of the draw of network marketing is that you own your own business. And if you have an upline or a coach or a mentor who's telling you, well, you have to do A, you have to do B, and you have to do C, that doesn't feel like owning your own business. <laughs> that feels like you are beholden to someone else, which is not the reason that most people join network marketing or social selling companies in the first place. They do it because they want to be their own boss. That's half of the allure of it. So explaining to them how to achieve the results and not just telling them, do this, but coach sell, but coach sell, like that's, that's not going to get them anywhere. It's the, it's the how. And maybe it's, Maybe it's our millennial generation fault, but <laughs> we want to know how and we want to know why because we want to be empowered to make our own decisions. Yep, exactly. So what else other than like not being, not being present, what other mistakes do you think a lot of leaders make? Well, I think in talking with people, as well. There's a lot of this. Um, let me, let me start these shortcuts. Let me do these little shortcuts. And here's what I mean by that. You know, you can motivate people in a group, but you move them one-on-one. And the true test of a great leader is if your people can do it without you, right? It's that they can take the wisdom and the knowledge that you've given them and they can do it without you. And I feel like a lot of people forget to build the trust piece when they start leading the person. You know, it's that saying, you've heard it a million times, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so, you know, I think there's a couple more things. So first and foremost, or or secondary, let me say, is understanding the difference between coaching and training. And so there's times where you need to put your coaching hat on and there's times where you need to put your training hat on. And it is a very different thing. And knowing when you're leading people and knowing the difference between a coaching hat and a training hat is huge. So if I have somebody come to me and she says to me, I don't understand how to do this. And I've explained it to her three or four other times. That may be a time where I'm putting my coaching hat on because if I tell her again, I'm just enabling her to come back to me because she's not getting it. She's not listening. She's not writing it down, right? But if somebody truly doesn't understand something, like you've explained it to them in, in work, in network marketing, in whatever, wherever there is a leadership opportunity, whether it's employee, employer, mentor, or mentee, what have you, if somebody doesn't understand something, that is the time where you put your training hat on. You don't put your coaching hat on. And I think it can take people a lot of time to learn. You know, when I was growing up as a leader, I did a lot of enabling of people. And it was because I didn't want them to fail. So I would rather tell them the information, even if I know they should have figured it out themselves, right? Because I didn't want them to fail. And it took me a long time to learn that somebody failing is not a direct reflection on me. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't own their wins and I don't own their losses. And I think another piece that 
will help people as they grow as leaders is understanding that trust doesn't just happen because you're in the position. You know, if my boss says, you have great leadership skills, we're going to make you the manager of this department. People don't just immediately trust you because you're in the position. I see a lot of leaders instructing and giving information and trying to motivate people. And the reason people aren't following is because they haven't built a relationship of trust. And so, as you very well know, people trust you when you show up for them and when you take your time. Listening to what their needs are and making sure that they know you're there to help them. They have to know that they are the priority first and the money comes second, especially in network marketing. And, you know, you and I both have seen a lot of network marketing leaders for sure. Mm-hmm. And again, for anyone listening to this, I just want to say I have made so many mistakes. I have driven people out of my business in the past. And I have had people that were showing me how they felt. And had I been paying attention, I would have been able to figure it out. And they maybe wouldn't have quit. They were telling me, they just weren't telling me with their words. And I wasn't catching on because I was in the, it's all about the Brienne mode. And, you know, I can tell you for the last decade or so, my leadership skills are a lot better now. And I have really leveled myself up a lot in the last decade. But prior to that, I did make mistakes a lot. And I think that, you know, when you're a leader, you've got to be able to lead yourself first. And you've got to be willing to look at the mistakes you're leading. So like for me, what I would always tell my people is I lead with an open hand. And what that means is, is that I lead in a way where I want people to come to me if they're upset. I want them to come to me if they feel that I have ignored or mistreated them in some way. I want them to understand that I make mistakes and that I'm not perfect, but it's never intentional. And so I have very few issues with people compared to a lot of other people that I've seen that have a lot of drama and a lot of people are frustrated in their organizations. I have a lot less people issues and I really feel it's because of the way that I lead with this open hand and I don't get offended when someone comes to me with a problem about something, even if it's something that I did. Well, first of all, Brian, I want to thank you for like openly talking about this and admitting like you used to be a leader that you weren't proud of because I think so often people are ashamed to say things like that. We talk about how, oh, we've changed. Oh, my leadership style has grown. Oh, I've developed. But we don't talk about the crappy things that we did back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that we can obviously we can learn a lot from that. So my question for you now is how did you come to recognize that you were not proud of the way you were leading? And then after that, once you, once you recognized that, what did you do and how did you lead yourself out of it? I think that it grew with time. As I learned more, 
as I sat at the feet of incredible leaders, as I listened to leadership podcasts, I was able to also attend some things, some events and things that talked a lot about strong leadership skills and especially in the entrepreneurial world where I, as a woman, was the leader of an organization. People were attaching themselves to me and I was leading them. So I got to sit and learn a lot. And as little nuggets would be dropped, I would hear them and say to myself, oh, I do that, or I've done that, or I did do that, or I've done it like that before. And I started to learn over time that I should not be doing things this way. Another thing that happened is I had some issues with people, very few, really very few. Because what I always have had is a very humble heart and a humble spirit. And I will apologize if I need to apologize. So like one of the things that I say is leaders apologize more than followers. And that was taught to me by one of my mentors. And sometimes you just have to say sorry, even if you don't necessarily think that you did anything completely wrong. It's about your apologizing for the situation. You're sorry about the situation. You see, when you lead people, you are the one that determines ultimately how that relationship goes. And I have had people come into my space and come into my life that were not people that many people could get along with. Okay. I've had that happen too. But if I'm the leader, and somebody is upset because of an interaction we had, who's the one that takes responsibility for that? that? And who's the one that takes responsibility in fixing that? The leader does, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when you're in a network marketing business and you want your organization to grow and your success depends on how well you lead people. You learn really quick what the great leaders are doing. And so... I had some very few issues with people and realized that I had not listened. I had not been the best leader I could have. I didn't handle the situation in the way that I could have. But I also want to say this. We all make leadership oopsies all the time. I make them today. I made some last week, I'm sure. I made some last month. When you're leading a lot of people, and I happen to lead a lot of people, you're always going to make mistakes. And so I just want to say to anyone listening, this shouldn't shy someone away from being a leader. You have to understand that you're always going to make mistakes. You're always going to think back about, oh, I could have said that a little bit differently. But as long as you're doing it with an intentional heart, and it's really about the other person. See, today, when I make leadership oopsies, it is an accident. It is, I was moving too fast. I was talking too fast. There were five people in the conversation. I addressed four of them, but didn't address the fifth one. It wasn't because I meant to. It was because there was a lot to talk about in the moment, if that makes sense, right? When you can be at the place where you are truly about helping other people, any mistake you make will be a small one. I love that. And that's really what I want people to understand. Any mistake you make will be a small one. It will not be 
deliberate. It will not go on for a long time. It will not ruin a relationship. It's when you start to forget about that and you're all about yourself and maybe you just haven't had an opportunity to lead and and it takes a little bit of time. That's when they're, it can get messy. They're overcomable. Even if they even if they seem big at the time, it's nothing you can't overcome. Yes. So now for the folks listening, um, what are some, some quick tips, some things they can do um, if they find themselves in a position where they've made these mistakes before or if they want to avoid making these mistakes just in general? Well, I think, and I already said this, but I want to repeat, if you want to be a leader, you must be able to lead yourself first. So the first step is, depending on what type of leadership position you have, you cannot ask people to do things that you're unwilling to do. Mm. So we can start to feel hypocritical. We can start to feel inauthentic when we are asking people to operate in a way and show up in a way that we're not willing to show up, even if it's as simple as that statement, readers are leaders, Mm -hmm. but you haven't picked up a book in the last six months, pick up the book. Right. Yep. So even something as simple as that, as that, I would say prioritizing personal growth is critical and taking control of your thoughts and actions. Yeah. That right there can change around people's ability to lead. I love leadership podcasts. In fact, I've listened to most of yours, Sarah, and they are absolutely incredible. And I feel totally privileged and honored that you would even have me on because I know that you are very specific on the topics and who you interview, because I know it is something that you yourself have a lot of experience in and you've seen great leadership and you've seen poor leadership, right? Uh And so I think listening to podcasts, reading books on leadership will absolutely change the game for you. That's what I I hope your listeners will will hear and take into consideration. And, you know, another thought is, I guess I'll say is positive thoughts are important in being an effective leader. If you want to lead a great team, if you want people to say, wow, man, Susie is an awesome leader. What do you have to do and what do you have to be? in order for people to say that about you. So your positive thoughts and your willingness to do the hard thing and learn and listen will really take you to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Uh, last thing before I, before I let you go, you mentioned books, you mentioned podcasts, other than obviously the Beyond Leadership podcast. What books and and podcasts are you currently reading and listening to? So I am listening to Brendan Burchard. Okay. I love him. And he has a few different podcasts, actually. He has he has an HPX podcast. He has the Brendan Show. And he has one that was a very specific podcast for about six months. And 
I believe it's called Strategies in Leadership okay. or Mar Leadership and Marketing. I have to look it up, but if you search his name, you'll find it. And those are really, those are really, really great. And one of the books that I'm reading right now, let me see what it's called. This one. I know. I know you guys like, can't see her right now. I can see her and she's pulling books out of the cupboard behind her right now. The banging, the banging will be, will come out. So this is, this is not called a leadership book, but it is. And it's called Living Forward. Okay. And it's really, really good. And it's by Michael Hyatt and Daniel Harkavy. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And it's, it's this. The beginning says a proven plan to stop drifting and get the life you want. And that is a book that really helps you to lead yourself. And this is my second time reading, reading it. It was amazing. Right. Okay. What was that one again? Living forward, living forward, a proven plan to stop drifting and get the life you want. All right. I will have to check that one out. Okay. Brianne, thank you so much for joining me today. It is a, a privilege and an honor to have someone with your level of experience and your level of openness on on the show this early in, in 2022 as we start this season of learning from our mistakes and moving forward. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah May Ski on Instagram. While you're waiting for the next episode, please check out our exclusive Beyond Leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning, leading, and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.